Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Tuesday, February 28th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Today we've got a variety of news to get to. And first up, David Ayer on Twitter showed a random picture of Black Mask from a comic book panel. Um, Many are taking this to mean that perhaps Black Mask will be the villain of the Gotham City Sirens film, including myself. What do you think about this, Zach? Yeah, I really hope that this is what this means that he's teasing at because Black Mask is probably not as well known as a lot of the other Batman villains, but I think his is an interesting story and definitely something like visually different and cool and unique that they could do um, live action with, you know, the whole skull face thing. Right. And Black Mask isn't really an A-list Batman villain, I would say. I mean, he's up there, but he's not as well known to the general public anyway as like Riddler, Joker, uh, Penguin, those kinds of names. And these Batman-related movies like Gotham City Sirens and Nightwing, what I kind of want them to do is just take the coolest Batman villain available that they don't plan to do in a solo film and just use them as a villain. Uh and for that, I think Black Mask would be a great choice. He's been in some of those animated movies and some, and he was in Arkham Origins, I believe. Um, but he's only been around in comics since 1985. So he's relatively new. And I think what they can do is sort of make a more grounded story with Black Mask being the crime boss fighting the Gotham City Sirens, however they want to set up the film. And so I think it'll be a smaller threat than like Enchantress was in Suicide Squad. Yeah, definitely. And it's like, it's a good problem to have, but it's one of the problems that Batman has is that he has so many, like so many of his villains that even he has so many good villains that even like his B and maybe some of his C list villains go farther and are maybe better than some of the A list villains for the other characters. And so um, it's nice to see that they're kind of spreading, spreading them out across other movies when like, I'm, I don't think blast, I don't, for a second never thought that black mask would have a huge role in a solo batman movie but like you said he's a perfect fit for like a gotham city sirens or maybe a nightwing or something like that absolutely and so you can sort of play around with the villain like that um to follow that up we got a twitter question from at jesse w 728-38902 asking who should play black mask in the dceu and Jesse mentioned John Hamm and Ryan Gosling. Is there anybody sort of on your short list that you think would be a natural fit for this? Yeah, I don't know. This one's kind of tough because unless we show maybe like a bit of an his origin, I don't think you're not really going to like see his face. It's more just going to be the voice of the actor that you right. recognize. And so in that sense, I really don't know. Like I think John Hamm or Ryan Gosling would both be good picks. Um except that I would want Ryan Gosling to have maybe a bigger, more visual role where you can see his face as something else. But um, actually, he would make, he would might make a good Riddler now that I think about it. Yeah, Ryan. that's true. I think, I think he was wanted for Joker before um, yeah. um, Leto, but you know, he might not want to sign a multi-picture deal, but you could just, if he just wanted to be a one-off villain, um, and not sort of have a recurring role in the universe, like perhaps Black Mask. I'm not expecting Black Mask to show up in a handful of films, so perhaps that would be a better fit. 
Yeah. So I guess that's a long way for me to answer that. No, I don't really have anybody right on <laughs> off the top of my head that I would I would pick, but those are two good choices. But I would I'd think it would lend itself better to maybe a lesser known actor or if a well known actor, not like a huge star that you might want to have in a bigger role somewhere else. Yeah, I totally agree there. I wasn't expecting an A list actor for Black Mask because like you said, it's gonna have a mask on. Although if they did something more where where it looks more lifelike and you get the um you get the f- actor's full facial movement maybe that will help mm-hmm. um plus actors have seemed more willing to wear masks in these superhero films lately yeah. um but i would expect sort of a b-list star for this uh and black mask isn't someone who i always have someone in mind basically because he wears a mask so it, it doesn't it doesn't really matter who's acting as long as they can pull off, you know, they need the voice and, and basically to sound like an intimidating crime boss is their job, obviously. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. So there's tons of names that could be mentioned for black mask and I wouldn't mind. Um, the only other thing with Gotham city sirens, David Ayers bright was confirmed to be released in December. Uh, the Netflix original movie with Will Smith. Um, we talked before we talked last week about how, it's going to be tricky to get this into 2018 now. If he's working, obviously, if he's working on Bright through December, I wouldn't expect 2018. Um, yeah. But I think he'll be working on this for a while, at least, because it's a bit of a supernatural film. Um, it's a $90 million budget, so it's decently sized. Uh, and I'm sure he's got quite a bit of work left to do. I would assume he'll be working on Gotham City Sirens before December, but I don't think he'll necessarily be ready to shoot right away when Bright is finished. Yeah, because I think originally we thought maybe it was going to come out in the summer, right? Um, and that would have left a little more time. But yeah, with it coming out in December, I just I don't really see Gotham City Sirens coming out in 2018. Yeah, the only the only way that would work is if he was done with this. You know, only he needed two or three months of post production. But you're going to need more than that with editing and mixing in the sound and special effects. So yeah, definitely. Right, moving on to DC TV news, uh, the CW is eyeing a true four-show crossover next season, uh, according to Entertainment Weekly. So they're hoping to have all four shows be involved in the crossover next season, though it isn't guaranteed they're not saying for sure that they're going to do that, but I think obviously the fans want that, and I'm sure if they if they can pull it off, they'll want to do that. Right, they would definitely prefer that. Yep. Um, so, but we've we talked a few times about how the CW kind of did a nice thing where they renewed all their shows at the same time and renewed them all early and that gives them a lot more time so um one of that thing one of the things that frees up is that they're going to be able to plan their schedules earlier with the early renewals Uh, and they were hampered last year because they didn't know that supergirl was going to be on the cw until late and into the planning which is why on the crossover this past time it was kind of just like a little clip at the end of one of her episodes and then she shows up on their show so um, yeah, I would love to see a full on Supergirl episode evolved, involved in a crossover. Right. I think everybody would prefer that to be a four real four show crossover. Um, so the only bad news here is it should actually be five shows with the Black exactly. Lightning. Right. <laughs> so, um, that's what we can complain about next. We, we can take this good news and find something to complain about, about it. Uh, hopefully Black Lightning gets ordered to series and, 
is at least involved in the crossover, even if I'm, I'm not expecting a five show crossover this year. It's a nightmare trying to figure out these schedules, even if, you know, they have smaller roles for all the, the main actors. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to next year's crossover, but we got a ways to wait for that. Yeah, I'm going to set a reminder for this time next year to complain about wanting a true five show crossover with Black there you Lightning. Go. <laughs> yeah, maybe by then we'll be complaining about six shows. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on DC animated news, um, the complete first seasons of Static Shock and the Zeta Project are being made available on DVD by Warner Archive. If you don't know what Warner Archive is, it's where they sort of uh, make available TV shows and movies that aren't terribly popular, but that wouldn't get a wide release like in your supermarket or anything like that. So they make it available on the website. Um, I think the Zeta Project season one had been made available before, but it has been out of production for a while. So both of them are going to be made available. The Zeta Project season one will be available on March 14th and Static Shock will be shipping on March 28th. Uh, they're both available for pre-order now, and they're going to be $24.99 per season. Yep. I know Static Shock especially has kind of a, a big cult following, and a lot of people want to see Static Shock in a live-action movie, but um, this will at least, I get, I guess, whet your appetite for a while getting to watch it on DVD. Right. These were, these were very popular, even though they're sort of the lesser known of the DC animated universe shows. Um, so I know a lot of people want to add them to their collection. Uh, hopefully they get made in Blu-ray sometime soon. Yeah. All right. And then our last little thing is we got a, a Twitter question from Condor Zolander. I keep wanting to s- say Condor Zoolander, but that's not right. <laughs> no. uh, <laughs> besides Viola Davis already in the DCEU, which Oscar winner from the Oscars do you expect will be in the DCEU? And uh, so leading... Best actor was Casey Affleck. Best actress was Emma Stone. Supporting actor was Mahershala Ali. And then supporting actress was Viola Davis, who, like you said, is already in the DCEU. So uh, what do you think about this, Tom? Yeah. Um, I think I'd be most interested in some of the the writing and directing stuff. Yeah. Before, um, you know, I think you, you can look at some of that talent there. Um, I'm sure people probably made jokes about the best editing. Maybe DC should get... <laughs> uh that guy the the hacksaw ridge guy for for the role um but in terms of actors and actresses obviously it would be great to add any oscar nominated or oscar winning actor or actress um casey affleck and mahershala ali could play pretty much any role uh but the name that really jumps out to me is emma stone i've always wanted her she's been my first choice for barbara gordon and yeah. for Poison, Poison Ivy, if if she's not playing Barbara Gordon, um, that would be amazing to see her and Margot Robbie together in um, Gotham City Sirens if she was Poison Ivy or in something else as Batgirl or Oracle. Um, so she definitely is someone I'd like to add to the DCEU. Um, the other two, like I said, they could play pretty much any role, uh, but I don't know. Nothing really jumps out to me that I think they'd be a natural fit for. But they're such good actors that they could play pretty much any role yeah i think you basically took the words out of my mouth so it's exactly the same thing emma stone is the one out of that if i had to pick one of the three that aren't in the dcu already i'd pick emma stone and then casey affleck and then mahersa ali but they're all great so it's not like one is way down the list compared to the other um the only other thing is mahersa is already in luke cage and so right that's true I don't, 
I don't know how much he wants to step out of the Marvel universe or not, but um, it's definitely not a huge deal, but he's already kind of established there. Yeah, I don't think that's a deal breaker, but um, it is something to note. Yeah, and Casey Affleck has kind of jumped onto everybody's radar. He was kind of not super well-known, but he's just done so many good things recently that I'm sure he can do just about anything he wants. And so if he wants to do a, a DC movie, good for him. But uh, like you said, Emma Stone is the most interesting name on that list for me. Would you have a role for her? <laughs> what you said again, I want to see Poison <laughs> Ivy again. Um, her character's always really interested in me. So I think she would do a great Poison Ivy or uh, like you said, Barbara Gordon, um, which who are we just talking about that I said would make a good Barbara Gordon? Oh, Daisy Ridley. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so definitely that's a good question. Makes you think a little bit. Um, All right, that is all we've got for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.